Thursday, November 30th. It is the last day of November, and it is the first day of me living in a world with 10,000 subscribers. I thank all of you. Gosh, hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button if you haven't. Uh, the support means an awful lot, and we'll get to all of that in just a minute. We have quite a bit to talk about here today. Uh, a big, big 24 hours in Bay Area Sports Talk Radio, but I know what that thumbnail says. It's talking about the most valuable Purdy, and that's where we're going to start today's show. This guy, look, I don't know if he's going to be the MVP of the NFL, but I do know that he's the most valuable Purdy that has ever been born. What a deal he is for the 49ers based on where he was drafted, what his reputation was, what he's being paid, and what he has accomplished so far. I mean, it's it's amazing what this guy is doing, and it's a sad state of affairs that we're living in a world that doesn't have near universal embrace of what is happening here because there is no better story in football. There just isn't. You know, I, I saw today Sports Illustrated named Deion Sanders the Sportsman of the Year. Look, he definitely made Colorado interesting and more relevant than it's been since Eric Bieniemy won a Heisman Trophy there, for goodness sakes. But, like, look at where that season went. The great story did not end very well. Now, we don't know how this ends for Brock Purdy, but you telling me that Brock's story isn't worth framing as this is the best story in all of sports? I know, what, what world are we living in? I'll tell you the world that we're living in. The fact that Brock Purdy isn't like this positive, almost twinkle-eyed discussion that everyone is happening having, it's emblematic of the state of us. Not just the NFL media, not just, not just Brock Purdy or Niners or anything like that. It's emblematic of the state of us. People, I swear to God, they now just live to tear each other down. People, they want to share misery and pain more than they want to share a great story. They really do. You know, if it bleeds, it leads is the old saying that used to be attached to local newscasts. And it's like, you know, Kurt Warner, right? Kurt Warner happened in a more innocent time. That's why the Kurt Warner story was so embraced. You know, I mean, this guy comes out of nowhere, an Iowa barnstormer, which, if you don't mind me saying, is not that far removed from being an Iowa cyclone in terms of you're about to be successful in football, right? Um, you know, Kurt Warner was this story that got just embraced by everyone the minute that it was happening. Nobody came out and tried to tell you that what Kurt Warner was doing was an illusion, that there is no real there there, that let me tell you what he's not. It just, We didn't talk about sports like we do now where everyone thinks that they're an expert and everyone gets to so publicly position their opinion on anything in a public space that they feel that they have to defend that space more than, you know, pivot off their original opinion should it be wrong. And it's just emblematic of the toxic level of discussion that we have on all fronts, sports, politics. I dare you to try to talk about music with people. Watch how nasty it turns for no reason at all. Oh, you like that band? That band's stupid. You suck. You have no taste in music. I mean, it just, like, like someone can have the wrong opinion about what they like. It doesn't make any sense.
And what makes even little sense and less sense to me is that as Brock Purdy continues to provide data points that say, this guy is for real. Like, you can't ignore the production. You can't ignore the rating, the yards, the attempts, the touchdown-to-interception ratio, the touchdown-to-percentage-passes ratio. Like all, There are all these advanced metric numbers that should they be attached to a quarterback that has already been anointed by the media as he will be our favorite son. Oh, the knee pads would be out. Everybody would just be just loving Brock Purdy. Can't tell you enough about him. Let me let me tell you more about this guy. But he was never their choice. He was never invited to the party. He was never what is going on here is he's just not cool enough for them. He's not cool enough for them. He wasn't anointed by them. He proves them wrong with every game they play, and they don't have the guts to say that they were wrong and come off their position. Brock Purdy is putting up ridiculous numbers in spite of where he was drafted, despite where he was drafted, and where he was drafted, other than the Disney aspect of his movie, shouldn't matter at all. It's not MVP most vaulted position, it's most valuable player, and he is playing a level of football that redefines value if you want to put an element of, well, what does he get paid? (laughs) I mean, Brock Purdy has redefined what value is in a rookie quarterback, because normally a rookie quarterback is a first-round quarterback who's on a first-round quarterback deal, which still pays him millions of dollars. Brock Purdy's going to have to put several seasons together before he makes millions of dollars in just NFL salary. He's around 800 gur this year. I was on with John Kincaid in Philadelphia this morning, and I said, let's pretend that Brock Purdy just, you know, had a cooler name. I'm like, what's the coolest quarterbacking name you could think of? And they said Jalen Hurts. I'm like, okay, well, then let's use Jalen Hurts. That's probably better than the coolest quarterback name that I can think. The coolest quarterback name that I could think of would be um, Danger Laser Beam. Like Danger Laser Beam is going in the top five just based on that name alone, right? Danger Laser Beam is the coolest name any quarterback could have ever had. And if Brock Purdy's name were Danger Laser Beam, there'd be segment after segment after segment about how cool, how awesome the story of Danger Laser Beam is. But unfortunately, Brock's name is Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy sounds like a summer intern at a law firm. He sounds like someone who might be wearing docksiders and helping you know, yachts tie themselves to boat slips at a place to get lunch in Nantucket. Oh, Brock Purdy will help that uh, that that sailboat you have get, get get tied to the yacht. No one roots for guys named Brock. It just doesn't happen. It doesn't. There's an awful lot of we didn't want him in the room stigma attached to the false analysis of what he's doing and who he is. And it's ridiculous. Like the whole point of being a journalist, and I'm going to use air quotes because in sports, you got to use air quotes around journalists, but even small J journalists, like how you feel about a story you're discussing shouldn't be the main part of that story. The main part of the story should always be the, well, what's actually happening. And what is actually happening is Brock Purdy is redefining the word value to the point where if we really wanted to get nitty gritty about the most valuable player, the conversation's already over. 
Again, I don't know if Brock Purdy is going to be the most valuable player, but he is definitely the most valuable Purdy of all time. Niners fans should be doing backflips that this guy is their story to tell and basically only their story to appreciate. They're not rolling out the Kurt Warner, didn't expect you to be here red carpet anymore. It's like, we didn't expect you to be here and we don't even want you in the party. Meanwhile, Brock is kissing every girl in the club and getting keys just slipped into his 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 pockets. This is my room. Come see me later. For anyone who really knows what's going on here, this kid can play and he is going to be, he needs to be the difference in Philadelphia on Sunday. Uh, we did quite a bit of breakdown, the nitty gritty of the game against the Eagles yesterday. Again, John Kincaid two days before was an incredible guest. If you haven't watched the John Kincaid video, the man knows the Eagles inside and out and he's just a great guy. Great conversation. I suggest you check that out if you haven't already. And I want to invite you back here 8 a.m. Friday morning because 49ers Wake Up is doing a special Friday show ahead of this Eagles game. So Larry Kruger and I are going to be at it at 8 a.m. And that's where any and all breaking down and analysis of Brock, the 49ers, the Eagles is going to happen and it's going to happen in depth. And I hope you plan on being there Friday morning right here on YouTube, which is now officially the biggest sports talk radio station in the Bay Area. Again, more on that in in just a bit. Um, What a stage Brock Purdy has set up for him on Sunday. Again, if he had been a top five pick, they'd already be worshiping him. If he goes and beats the Eagles and the Niners win this game, there will be no ignoring what he means to this team and what he's starting to mean in this league. This is a massive proving ground for Brock Purdy. And I really hope he does it. Like I'm rooting for him more than I'm almost rooting for the Niners. If yeah, Not that you can separate one from the other, but do you know what I mean? His story is just, it's the best story in sports. It is, unless you got some, some level of, you know, uh, uh, you know, total fish out of water story somewhere else in the world where you are now, you know, the face of a multi-billion dollar franchise after being disregarded by everyone in the league right up until the last pick when someone was like, all right, we'll take him. I, I there, There's nothing similar in sports to the story of Brock Purdy right now and what a stage he has set up coming on Sunday. Uh, what a setup we are allowed to have thanks to the incredible sponsorship that I have, starting with my man, Ike. Ike has just been an incredible supporter of everything we've done here through the first seven or so months that we have been together. He has been here basically since day one, supporting this channel, allowing it to grow, and giving Jillian and I tools we need to get the tools that we need to do this show in a right and proper fashion. And we still haven't even really figured it out yet. And that's the exciting thing. We're at the dawn of all this. We're already at 10,000 subscribers. It didn't take too long. I want to thank, um, I'm wearing a a Jax t-shirt today, jaxsf.com. This is a uh, California Gales soccer club. I don't even like soccer, but I love this t-shirt. Vintage t-shirts you won't find anywhere else. Go to jaxsf.com. You can get all your holiday shopping there uh, just done for the sports fans in your circle and use promo code Damon Bruce 10 
on your way out and you'll get 10% off your entire purchase price. And if you want to take 10 years off that aching knee or joint or wherever your pain is coming from, Dr. Paul Hughes is the man to see about that. Dr. Paul Hughes can be reached at orthopedicsurgeries.com, which is ironic because a meeting with Dr. Paul will probably help you avoid an orthopedic surgery with his incredible plasma replacement therapy that he's got. My knee feels like Kobe Bryant coming back from Germany. Like I, I feel incredible in a joint that used to give me a tremendous amount of pain. Contact Dr. Paul Hughes at orthopedicsurgeries.com. Get the information that could really make your life more pain-free without invasive surgery actually happening. And one more sponsor, mybookie.ag. Use promo code Damon when you sign up there to go ahead and get a 50% deposit match up to $1,000. There's a casino, all kinds of wagers that you would like to make in the world of sports. It's all right there for you mybookie.ag it's like being on a cruise ship in international waters where there are no laws i want to talk about just for a moment if you don't mind the fact that we got warriors basketball back in the mix this evening warriors are hosting the clippers at chase center and then they play them again on saturday so double dipping with the Clippers over the next two games for the Golden State Warriors, who are coming off one of the worst losses of the Steve Kerr era, one of the most embarrassing performances, one of the, you got to be kidding me, we're doing this again, Draymond, are you ever going to grow up? Nah, he's never going to grow up. And I saw there's an, you know, an Instagram thing where he's telling me, like, you think you can be a better Draymond Green than me? Like, I've been in this league for, no, no, we know who you are. We're telling you it's no longer good enough. The act is worn thin, and you're doing more to hurt your team than help your team by acting like a child every single time a whistle goes against you and you just can't stop bitching at an official. So Draymond has nothing left to say to defend himself. He's an indefensible position. When you're a 33-year-old man without maturity or mental discipline, you, you can't explain it away in an IG post where you try to tell everyone to mind their own business and go fuck themselves. Nah, nah, dude. No, that's, that's not how this works. Anyways, uh, the Clippers weren't working very well when they signed James Harden. 0-5 in their first five games with Harden. They've gotten a little bit better over their last seven. They're now 5-2. and two, But they have stopped playing team basketball. It's basically isolation possessions after isolation possessions. There is a dearth of passing going on with the Clippers right now. They just don't pass the ball around. So that's the system, I guess, that you get when you bring in a selfish player like James Harden. Couldn't happen to a better team than the Clippers. Maybe the this is the right opponent for the Warriors to get right on because you can say whatever you want about the Warriors. They don't really stop playing team ball. Sometimes Clay gets a little selfish with his shot selection, but selfish other than the way Draymond talks at times to officials, it's really not a word we use to define the Warriors. They're not a selfish basketball team. They just need to become more efficient and return to some things that either the veterans will be providing for them or you got a new generation of players to see if you can get it out of them. And that's where so much frustration has come from, from the Warriors. So, Warriors Clippers at Chase tonight. The uh, chat is, is flying, flying this morning. And a lot of people want to talk about what we're going to get into right here. The culling of KNBR as a radio station, it just, it makes me so sad. 
It makes me so sad. First of all, there is the collateral damage of careers that have been torn apart and and taken away from people. And again, I don't know if there's a good time to lay anyone off, but just about to get into the month of December, like in between the holidays is the biggest dickhead move any corporation can make. And you can see that these radio stations are owned by dickhead corporations, careless corporations. Now I can speak from experience as someone who's been laid off by a, you know, a, a, a terrible corporation. Um, that I guarantee you what happened to Paul McCaffrey is the same thing that happened to me, a person who's never listened to a show, not for a single day in their life. Some accountant in another city somewhere just saw a number that they drew a red line through. Goodbye, Paul McCaffrey. Goodbye, F.P. Santangelo. Goodbye, Lee Hammer. Goodbye, a producer. Goodbye, a digital department. I guess that Pretty much got wiped out over there as well. Again, nothing says we're embracing the future like wiping out a digital department in a radio station. Fucking morons. Um, and then there's the thing that, again, beyond some friends of mine being out of work today. And by the way, I've, I've reached out to Paul McCaffrey and F.P. Santangelo. I'm going to get a call into Lee Hammer a little later this afternoon. And I've already been in touch with Brian Murphy, who, again, is the remaining figure. He just got his marriage broken up by someone else. Murph and Mac were together for 18 years. And Paul McCaffrey needs to be saluted on an 18-year run. There's a, there are very few human beings who have ever had a morning drive major market run of 18 years. I think Murph is going to take a couple days to cool down. And he'll probably be back next week as KNBR tries to reshape itself without a 6 to 10 o'clock time slot. And that's what I would like to talk about with you. I hosted that time slot. If they ever, KNBR, would have found out a way to pay me right, I would have hosted the sports phone time slot for 35, 40 years and been happy as a clam doing it. I loved nighttime radio. I loved doing post-game. It's why post-game and Damon's taken over the internet. I love an evening of taking calls and talking to fans and doing interviews and having an entire day of sports to look back on and an entire day of sports to preview. I love that time slot. And it's gone. That time slot was a proving ground for myself, for Larry Kruger, for Ray Woodson, for FP, for so many that came before us. Dave Newhouse, Ken Dito, so many names, so many names touched sports phones, so many callers, Bob from San Jose, Annie Baby, Sporticus, who is still here in our chats after all these years, um, Filmo, uh, Town Bidness, Priest, I, I tried to, to list them. In a, I'm there. They were such a part of Sports Phone's DNA, and therefore a part of San Francisco's interesting radio tapestry, which is less interesting today than it's been in 50 years. 
For a time, Sports Talk Radio and Sports Phone was the longest continuously running radio program, I believe, on the West Coast. You know, only a continuously running call-in show on KMOX in St. Louis, I think, was the longer-running show. And it just, it hurts, you know. I, I loved radio so much. It just, it didn't love me back. Paid me well for several years, but when it came time to love me back and the decision was made, it didn't love me. I'm just old enough to still fall for the trick. I'm just old enough to get nostalgic about these, you know, yellow Kodachrome old Polaroid pictures that are my radio memories. And it hurts my soul. It hurts my soul for the status of where radio is right now. And it hurts my soul because I'm always thinking and hoping for a next generation of broadcasters to come through and make the industry proud. Make, you know, don't don't be the skip bayless douchebag crowd. Like actually have a real opinion based in reality and go with it. And you can hear young talent usually in evenings or on the weekends. Because that's where young talent proves itself in radio. And when evenings and weekends go away, where does young talent have to turn to prove itself? It makes me sick. The next generation of broadcasters is being killed off because there's no position to broadcast from. You know, if all you've got on a radio dial is morning, middays, and afternoon drive, those are usually always occupied by experienced people. How do you get experience? So we now live in a world where, you know, YouTube is going to matter more than ever before to not just up-and-coming broadcasters, but broadcasters that have been disregarded, broadcasters that have been laid off, and people who want to do this. You know, I, I had this wonderful advantage coming to YouTube, and that was an 18-year-long on-air near-daily relationship with Northern California sports radio listeners and fans. And because of that, we were able to hit 10,000 subscribers in 242 days. How can any young man or woman breaking into the industry, breaking into YouTube without some ridiculous viral video launching them into the stratosphere because what, they showed enough cleavage while they were putting or did something like so inexplicable that everyone's like, look at this guy. And it's, it's just, it's hard. It's hard to establish yourself in any medium, even when you're established in another one. Like I had to pivot from radio to digital, and it took me seven months and 28 days to get to this 10,000 subscriber threshold, which only 2% of all YouTube channels apparently get to. So it's great to be here, and I can't wait to see where this goes from here because, folks, radio's over. It's dead. And if anyone at 95.7 The Game is listening to me right now, if any remaining host on KNBR is listening to me right now, if any actual radio host is listening to me right now, I'm telling you, you get your backup plan ready because that red line 
is coming for you. And it's coming for you because there is middle management corporate bloat that is part of the reason why these, these stations can't figure it out. I'm, I'm thinking when the problem started. And like so many problems, the problems really started years before you think they actually did. There was a round of layoffs in radio about five, eight years before the pandemic happened. And in that round, basically an awful lot of well-paid adults were asked to leave or laid off or bought out. So you got an awful lot of adults out of the room, people who know to actually how to fix problems because they're experienced veterans and they get replaced by, you know, 20 something gum snappers who are very lucky to be here. And look, they're not guilty of anything other than being young or inexperienced, but young and inexperienced should be working underneath the older and experienced crowd. They were never meant to instantly replace them. So now everyone that knew what they were doing was replaced by a whole bunch of people who, through no fault of their own, really don't know what they're doing yet because they haven't done it long enough. But boy, they match the new price point that the station is operating under. And so when you have know-how replaced by don't know-how, and then you have a real problem like the pandemic come around, now no one knows how to solve that problem. You know, they didn't know how to sell radio spots and advertising when things were good. Now that they are gouge your eyes out, level horrific, no one knows how to solve the problem. Because the people who knew how to solve the problem got laid off years ago, replaced by don't know hows. And that's where so much of the problem of all this comes from. Let me ask another question. How come is all these radio stations bleed out? How come it's never the totally replaceable business degree from Hofstra douchebags who get let go? Like, why would you start in a business that will always be dictated by talent? Why would you start laying off the talent to keep the galactically replaceable pencil pushers. That makes no sense. But when the pencil pushers are in control of who stays and goes, obviously they never circle themselves as it gots to go. You get power when you push a pencil in the corporate world. And radio, honestly, was never supposed to be a corporate world. It was supposed to be entertainment and show business. But corporations ruined that. The last thing I'm going to say about this is one of the things that just bothers me is when somebody, they get laid off and they want to go and put out this perfectly crafted by some, you know, looks like a lawyer or an agent wrote it and saying, you know, I just want to thank everyone for all the year. You didn't get one of those out of me because I'm pissed and I'm still pissed. I'll always be pissed. It's great to be here on YouTube. Thank God I got pushed out when I did. I now see the path out of all of this, but I'll never, ever not be pissed on how it ended and how they just took my 18-year-long career and discarded it. So here's what I am. And here's what I'm going to do. 
I am vengeance. Let me say that again. I am vengeance. And I am coming for everything that these radio stations have screwed up and dropped and fucked up. And I'm coming for it. And tomorrow morning when Larry Kruger and I go live with 49ers wake up at 8 a.m., we will now have established ourselves as the biggest sports talk radio station in the Bay Area. We will dwarf the combined listenerships of KNBR and 95.7 The Game tomorrow morning starting at 8 a.m. And there is no going back. It was my town to begin with. It remains my town. I'm not giving it up. And we're just getting started over here. We are just getting started. Oh, I'm glad I saw this. We paused for super chats. Draymond is the Ronaldo of Soccer Crybaby. Okay, I'll, 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 I will take your word for it. Major trips with the super chat. I hope I haven't missed 10 bones for 10,000. Now it's time to ask more of us plusers. Are you getting exclusive paid memberships on this channel? I'm telling you, we will be launching memberships soon. What that membership is going to provide for you, I we haven't quite figured that out. But I want to get it right. And I know that there are people who really want to support. And with a membership, that'll be a nice way to say a little Merry Christmas to the, to the plus familia. I thank you so much for your support. It's been... Just awesome. It's been awesome. It's been humbling. Um, very, very cool to see so many people, you early adapters who came over here when there were, you know, 50, 30, 30, 50 people watching for months in a row. You know, I'd be doing videos that would come with, a, you know, I'd be like, oh my God, I worked hard today and I got 200 people watching it. But you just got to keep at it. You just, you got to keep swimming. Just keep swimming, just keep swimming. And here we are now, riding a wave of 10,000. And I thank, I thank you for being among the initiated. I truly do. So, look, I mean, I don't even know if I want to go into Club Plus. I'm not in like a celebratory mood, but I do want to get to your chats. But we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna hold off on the Club Plus today because I know that people are going to want to hear an awful lot of this on, on the podcast. Because so many people in my audience, in, in, you know, they're, look, there are new people who have, are listening, you know, from Nebraska who got no working knowledge of KNBR or 95.7 The Game or where I started from or all this radio talk and drama and grievances and all this stuff, but it's coming to your town no matter where you are. Joe Schmo. Sports Phone was great. That's where I found Damon. That's where I found so many of you. God, I loved hosting Sports Phone. It was my favorite. It's my favorite. Otis Bird. Our resident Bay Area radio historian says Damon was awesome on sports phone. He really was therapy for us after Giants and Warriors games back then. Oh, the Dunn Murphy sisters. Unbelievable. I'm going to tell you right now that there is no reason to be mad at Adam Copeland, who is just named program director over at KNBR. He didn't have anything to do with these decisions. These decisions were made before he was even hired. 
He was probably hired to be the bearer of bad news. These corporate cowards duck behind anyone they can. They duck behind a phone. Skills. No sound effect for Dave Hothouse. God, I love Dave. He was great. Salty, balty, Baltimore Dave. Johnny the Gout Man. So many classic callers. So many classic callers. Robin. I remember Robin. Absolutely. Look, I pinned a few messages before we got even going here. T from the 203, who is trying to make a career in radio down in Miami. God bless you, young man. Have a backup plan. Great convo today on 97.5 The Fanatic with John Kincaid. Yeah, we, we set up a home and home. He came on with me today. I was on his show. And it was great to be on with him. Oh, by the way, the Flyers gave John Kincaid a, uh, a, a personalized jersey and a hockey stick when he got honored at the Flyers game for beating cancer. Stacy Leo says, congrats on the 10,000 subscribers, Damon, and good morning to the Plus Army. Thank you, Stacy. Thank you for being an awesome part of this. It means so much. Rob C. is here, so he just don't, so I don't get fined. Considering Rob, he gives fines of, of $100. I understand why he wouldn't want to get fined, Rob, and thank you so much for being a huge supporter here. Again, skills. First heard DB on sports phone. I only called him once over there, then started listening on 95.7. Somebody said, Damon, you're part of KNBR's demise. And I am. Look, I'm the biggest mistake they ever made. By letting me cross the street, I put 95.7 the game on the map. And that map eventually caught up to and got put over KNBR's map. I don't know if 95.7 the game would have made it if I had not gone over there. And I don't say that to be braggadocio. I'm just talking about we got ratings to back all of these theories of mine up. No show on 95.7 the game was ever listened to before my show started a migration of KNBR regulars over to this new station. I used to say I'm the man who killed KNBR. I'm also the man who can bring it back to life. But honestly, looking at them, I don't think they can afford me anymore. I don't think that they can afford me anymore. And I don't think I would want to give up my own thing to go do anything for a world of corporate fuckery that will never stop being a world of corporate fuckery. Uh, Damon, uh, do you unlock anything by hitting 10,000? Do you get like a two sword of wounding or anything? Plus, no, no, no. It's not like I get an extra weapon or anything like that. But what I do get, I believe, is into the YouTube partner program. Like I'm already in the content creator program, but now I think I get to like, like I get, I get a, uh, I get like a guidance counselor from, from, from YouTube who I can actually like tap into with questions about the channel and growth and things like that. I think. Again, I, I don't know. It's all new to me. I've, I've been at 10,000 subscribers for a few hours. I don't, I don't know what that means yet, other than it's great to have you here. Baron Red dropping a 10K, son. Brett saying, congrats. I really appreciate it. Joseph says, I'm curious about something. Has anybody listened to Sports Talk Radio since they fired Damon? Hey, 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 hey. Fired suggests that I did something wrong to get fired. I was laid off. Let's not get that wrong. Laid off. Difference there. 
T from the 203. You just, you know, it's coming, man. As someone who works in radio, I know one day it's going to be my day, but just seeing people get laid off sucks. It really does. It hurts. I mean, it just, you know, it kills, absolutely kills a station's morale to see this happen. You know, everyone who's a young person at the station should be like, well, I want to be in morning or afternoon drive one day. Look what happened to me in afternoon drive. Look what just happened to morning drive over at KNBR. Now, KNBR's numbers in the AM might have dipped. I got my bullet as a show that was beating Tom Tolbert routinely. Like, that's it. I don't care if I wasn't number one in the market. I had one station to beat, and it was KNBR, and I beat them. I beat them thoroughly. And when it came time to either keep the guy who's doing that around or not, they said, nope, can't, can't afford that anymore. Can't afford to be good. And it just, it all sucks, man. Sky says, is it me or is promoting Copeland to PD an odd move? It was a move where cost was attached to it. I'm sure it cost much less to promote Adam to the position than hire someone from the outside who really wanted to come in and effect some change. And um, it sucks. It totally sucks. I mean, there's no major market where a guy on the air is also the program director. That's not happening in any time. That's what happens in Iowa or Nebraska or Minnesota. It doesn't happen in a major market. But it's happening now. Rocking new era, man. Can't believe it's almost been nine months. Isn't that nuts? It took 242 days to reach 10,000 subscribers, seven months and 28 days, starting with April 3rd being the first day we sat down to do. April 3rd of this year was the very first PLUS meetup. Like there was a, a promotional video before that. I'm not counting that. There's the me circling the, the, the whiteboard thing that used to be behind me over here. I'm not counting that as my first day. My first day was the first live show I did. So between April 3rd and today, we're talking seven months and 28 days. I hate the commercial everyways. <laughs> totally. Matthew says, Damon, let me see your tits for another 10,000 followers. It, look, if they were impressive, I'd be showing them off too. I'm not, I'm not bagging on Paige Speronic for getting the girls out on every putting green she gets to. I, I've always said if I were a hot chick, I, I would probably stripped on the side <laughs> we got you Bruce Freddie thank you very much it certainly feels that way better to get out now than be on that sinking ship here's the thing every sink every ship even the sinking ones need need a captain and I was going to be that guy I was going to be that guy but now Thank God I'm over here. I'll never say thank you to them, but thank God I am over here. Thank God I got the head start because I loved, I loved radio enough just to have been satisfied to stay there as long as I was getting paid well to do it. Got, uh, yeah, Kim, my first radio layoff was February, 2008. Yeah, it's, 
It, it, it start, yeah, again, Kim, you were part of that wave of they're letting the adults go. And then when it came time to solve a real problem, like, holy shit, it's the pandemic and no one's buying radio anymore. There weren't any adults in the room to fix it. And saying, Damon, no one else is talking about this. Thank you for talking about this. Look, I, I care about radio still to this day. I always will. WBS, 10K, the honor is all mine. No, 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 WBS, the honor is mine. Thank you very much. By the way, I forgot to put any product in my hair today. It's looking a little poofy, isn't it? A little frizzy. Radio can't be dead. New cars still have them, but they're being used less and less. And new cars also have ways to pump in YouTube channels and podcasts, and that's what people prefer. People don't want to listen to media the way that they used to. They want to listen to it the new way, which is I start it when I want it, I stop it when I want it, I pause it when I want it, and I don't have to meet anyone in any day part to hear them. I'll access it when it's convenient to me, and that is the majesty of YouTube. You know, I care about broadcasting, I care about broadcasters, and I just, I hate that there is no place for a young broadcaster to really cut their teeth because weekend and nighttime programming is basically gone. It's basically gone. Val, giving a wave and a kiss. Thank you, Val. Appreciate that. Kim, lay off the business people who are failing at running the business, not the talent. That's the only thing that keeps their head above water. Again, they told me that I was let go because we can't sell your day part anymore. People are not buying your show as an advertiser. Well, then get new salespeople. It's not my job to sell the damn show. And by the way, since I've sat down to start over here, I'm selling the show. Don't tell me it can't happen. Don't tell me it can't happen. What it can't happen is that is that your bullshit prices that no one wants to pay because your medium's dying and we all know it. The salesperson who's walking into the meeting to sell their damn radio station knows it's dying. This is a bad deal, but I'm trying to sell it to you anyways. La Professora, who has been here since day one, says the truth of life, administrators never sacrifice their own positions to save talented folks who do the real work. Nope. And look, I totally understand the the self-preservation instinct. But again, you can get a whole bunch of people to push pencils. How many people are actually good on the radio? You think you'd want to keep them when you know you got one. It's the truth. We're all just a number, buddy, in the corporate world. Again, radio wasn't supposed to be the corporate world. Radio was supposed to be show business. And it was ruined by the corporate world. Nathaniel Richards. Damon staring into our souls. Well, thank you, Nate. 
<laughs> oh yeah, brother, what are you going to do when D-Bruce comes for you? I am vengeance. Oh, there's a little late sip of the day. There, there you go. For those of you tracking such a thing. A little fired up today. Bosa. Bosa needs that Damon Anger on Sunday. Hell yeah. Damon cutting a grade A wrestling promo. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you very, very much. Yeah, you want you want some disruption? Believe me, I'm here to give you some disruption. I fucks with Damon. Thank you very, very much. Kaiser Soze. Thank you. Thank you, Rock. Tim, I like this. Damon, with a Wolf of Wall Street speech. I'm not leaving. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not going anywhere. I'm sure one of the hopes and desires on the day I got laid off was, well, he'll go somewhere else to do something somewhere else. Nope. I'm home. I'm more home in San Francisco than 95-7 the game will ever be. In my town. My children were born here. My wife was born here. She's from here. We ain't leaving. You'll like doing this better than radio. And Chris, you are right. Chris Barber, it's so much fun to do this. I it, This is the best version of my show I think that there's ever been. I mean, I got favorite chapters of my show. I really liked working with Ray there for, for, for part of that run and Kolsky for part of that run. Uh, I think my favorite time at 95.7 The Game was Gianna and Albie and Elena. I mean, I love that crew. That was so much fun, the shows that we had together. But this is the best I have ever been because this is the most dangerous that I am ever allowed to be because I'm not here to serve anyone but my audience. That's it. I'm here in the service of you. I don't care whose toes get stepped on. I don't care what team feels bad about a thing I say. I don't care what coach is upset at me. I don't care what franchise is angry at me. Fuck them all. This is you and me now. This is our thing. It's not their thing anymore. It's ours. And I love it. Super chatting. Ten bones. T from the 203. I'm with you on all that radio stuff, man. It's a glass ceiling, especially with young guys like me. I, Dude, it, it sucks. I'm, I'm telling you right now, I, I feel so bad for a generation of people who want opportunities and... You know, you, you got to have a time slot to put someone in to put them in a time slot. And time slots are disappearing. It's not just jobs are disappearing. Day parts are disappearing. 6 to 10 p.m., four hours of a 24-hour broadcast day no longer exists over on KNBR. 
It's awful. No sexy disco face. Not today. Again, it's, it's hard to turn the disco lights on when people are hurting. Joe Schmo. Damon listeners are out there. They just need to find it. You build it and they will come. And I'm telling you, the way that this algorithm works is the bigger that subscriber count gets, the more people get pushed onto it. Then, you know, somebody stumbles upon my video. They click on it once. Well, tomorrow there might be two of my videos popping up for them. They click on one of those. Well, the next day it might be three or four videos popping up for them. And so that's how it all works. I still, I mean, I don't really know how it works, but growth, we got some. Found Bruce on YouTube, ran to my wife and said, well, look, Bruce finally got the memo. I'll be here. Well, thank you, Freddie. Again, I got, I got pushed here. And I'm happy that I am pushed here, but I'm never going to be happy with the way I pushed out. And I hate those people who are like, oh, you know, I just want to thank everybody for all. No, 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 no. Fuck all of you for what you did to me. <laughs> that's, that's the, that, that, there's some honesty, right? Pretending like, oh, I'm really proud of, of getting kicked in the nuts by a bunch of nameless, faceless dickheads who got no talent at all. No, no, I'm never going to be happy about that. Ken, I'm vengeance. I'm coming here for everything. Yes, the Dunn Murphy sisters post game shows were good. Good times, right? I mean, who would have who would have ever ever thought ever thought that the Dunn Murphy sisters would be burned into our warm fuzzy warrior memories, but they are. They they are. Postman and Capitola. Oy, oy, oy. Thank you, Postman. Again, I don't want to take over the world. I just need my own little corner to do my thing. Sporticus, again, a guy who's been with me for almost 20 years, saying back from the East Coast, I was looking for some real sports talk in the Bay Area. The only place I found it was on Sports Phone 680 with you. Thank you. Thank you for then and still now. Never change. Sporticus, thank you, man. Thank you very, very much. Jameson Joy says, when I listened to him on the radio, I thought he was black at first. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Damon, did you ever have to deal with the caller who was astrology? Oh, Andrea, the astrologer. She's a hustler. I love Andrea. You can't let you you can't give her eight minutes because she'll take them. By the way, Stacy Leo is getting to the important stuff. In other news, Fish has announced performances at 2024 at the Sphere. I'm going to tell you, I've already applied for a pair of tickets for each night, all four nights. We're talking April 19th, 20, uh, no, 18th, 19th, 20th, and 21st. 
I want to be there that first night. I'd love to be there on 420. We all know what that's that about. But, I mean, never miss a Sunday night show. And you figure by that fourth show, they'll really be able to know how to play that room. We're going to see. Smiley Dan, safety meeting. Big announcement. Fish at the sphere. Hell yeah, baby. Again, I've already made the ticket requests. Ike. Looks like KNBR is donezo. The KNBR that we knew, the KNBR that was loved, is in trouble. And uh, again, all the people who might have fixed it are out. So, good luck. Ike, thank you. Thank you very much. Danny saying, uh, Danny, congrats on 10,000, Damon. Very sad about Paulie and FP. Hopefully we'd see them on, on YouTube. Yeah, look, I mean, what, what choices do they have? What radio station is now like hiring people who actually are going to say, well, I've got proven ratings and I'd like a salary, please. It's not happening anymore. And the truth is you don't need it anymore. Like a radio station is a waste of space. If Larry Kruger and I can assemble a bigger audience with a couple of MacBook Pros and laptops and speakers at home and, 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 and microphones at home, who's renting out $4 million worth of yearly office space to pay a board op and a production company and, and, and producers and all that stuff? I mean, like, it, it just got outdated. The business model got outdated. Michael says, Damon, I just Googled Paige Sporanic. Thank you. Impressive, right? <laughs> it's impressive. Congrats on the 10K. And I'm telling you, this is the new radio. This is the new TV. This is the this is the way. There is no doubt about it. I was I'm late to the YouTube party. But I'm here now, baby. Ooh, Damon with the fluff, the fluffy hair. It is, but it's getting fluffier by the minute. I mean, it really is. Look at that. Jameson Joy, disappointed that I wasn't black after all. Specifics. <laughs> Again, look, I, I think one of the greatest uh, compliments you can give to somebody uh, on a microphone is, you know, I really thought you were a black guy. I remember McBride, uh, he used to tell me that his his grandmother was just crestfallen when she found out that Hall & Oates were a couple of white guys. <laughs> she really wanted, they're like, listen to that voice. That voice is so soulful. It's got to be coming from a brother. <laughs> nope. Nope. 
spy versus spy saying we hate program directors trying to manipulate us. Look, I never really had a program director try to manipulate me because I was I was really good at what I did. I didn't need much program directing. What I needed was a sales team to go out and make it profitable. And unfortunately, at 95.7 The Game, the dickheads in charge of that are morons. Radio died years ago. The sad thing is it didn't have to. It didn't have to. Everything that you're looking at now is just collateral damage on count. It's just compounded bad decision after bad choices, after poorly run middle management everywhere. It's so unnecessary. Everything that we're looking at is so unnecessary. John Wynn says, or Nguyen, Wynn, I, I think that's a win. Uh, Damon got me into sports talk radio. It was hella pissed when you were gone. Now you're back in my life. Sorry it took so long to find you here. John, I'm just glad that we're back together, man. Thank you. Thank you very much. Oh, good news, everyone. Smiley Dan is safe. Imagine how safe we'll all be together at the Sphere if we get there, Smiley Dan. We're going to be so safe. So safe. By the way, if you want to know how unimaginative these radio station sales departments are, there's not a single advertiser that has appeared on my show that they haven't called. They're still getting their ideas from me. You got radio hosts still getting their segment ideas from me, and you got radio station sales departments getting advertising ideas from me. And it's the same thing with Larry. Kathy, I love being able to watch Damon stay connected to the Bay from Arizona. I am here, Pluser for life. Kathy, thank you so much. I'm so sorry about your A's. S. Dot. To Sean Livingston? Haven't listened to the game since you left, bro. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. It's good to have you here. been rocking with me since the 1050 days. Larry, Larry Wong says radio's reach is limited to time windows and localized audiences. YouTube reach is limitless and evergreen. I mean, can we get that printed on a t-shirt? That's, that's correct. That's correct. This puts the power into the audience's hands. Here's a man who, again, had the guts to branch out on his own. Ike, it was the realization when I got working for other people back in 2006 that led me to start my own gig. It worked out. 10 out of 10 would highly recommend. Oh, it takes guts. And there is so much doubt at the beginning of it. There's so much doubt. And even somebody you know, with a rational amount of self-confidence. Even I had my moments of doubt. I even shared with you at times, you know, there were, there were days when we were doing the show and we were doing this together where 
I would feel like I was captain of the USS Future, boldly plotting my course on a new adventure. There were other days I felt like I was one man in a kayak in the middle of the ocean. Who am I kidding? But you just keep swimming, just keep swimming, and here we are. Albert. Damon is more authentic than sports on NBC Bay Area. Yeah, again, another could have been great, might have been great, but just completely eliminated the concept of original thought-provoking talent because they can't really afford it. And what you got is a whole bunch of just commercials full of bullshit. Again, you cannot fake. You cannot fake a relationship with an audience. An audience knows when it really connects with the host or doesn't. What hosts are you connecting with these days? Will says, hey, Damon, and you can work from home. Believe it or not, that is my least favorite aspect of this. I'm a social creature. I liked going into a station. I liked talking to people. I liked the pre-show. What are we talking about today? Meeting or the post-show? What are we going to do for tomorrow? Like, I, lo- I like that. I like people. I like being around. I'm a people person. <laughs> uh. Spy versus spy says, look, Damon, it's like radio. Only you are the boss. Oh, Freddie asks an important question. The question is, Damon, when is the call-in show? The call-in show is going to be tomorrow. Kruger and I are doing 49ers wake up at 8 a.m. And then when I come back on the air here with you on the Plus at 11, we're taking calls. We're taking calls. It's going to be a sports phone Friday. Pardon me. <clears throat> Chef A with a, a shout out for Gianna. Love Gianna. Damon. Money Green 408. This is Maximum Damon. Maximum! <laughs> thank you, thank you. And this is the exciting thing. 49ers Ultimate Report, Damon, on YouTube. It reaches an audience from the Bay Area, Cal, all 50 states. to global community. It's, it's, that's a thing. I mean, I, I got people weighing in from all over the place. Someone right now in Japan is watching this. Someone in Germany is watching this. Someone in Iceland is watching this. Jonas, it's probably you if you're watching this. But, I mean, it's, it's, it's amazing. The reach of this. It's only look at it this way. YouTube is really nothing short of the greatest tool of communication ever invented that wasn't the iPhone itself. Glad you guys are giving Ike the love. It's love and sandwiches. This guy right here. Look at that punum. Who couldn't love that punum right there? Chef A asks, did you see that Sports Illustrated was busted for using AI writing with fake byline? That's, dude, that is the world that corporations want. They want 
harder to access authentic information with the cheapest possible hire, which is a robot. I mean, what is it going to be when this, what happened in Sports Illustrated is nauseating. It's going to be happening. It's part of the reason why there is a distrust in media. There are many reasons why there is a distrust in media, but media established legacy media pulling crap like that is never going to help the problem and it's never going to serve the audience well. Okay, Michelle Haberman, who just loves Bay Area sports radio, she says, this breaks my Bay Area sports love and heart. And me too, Michelle. I mean, it really does. It hurts to see what happened to an industry that I love so much. It really, it does. By the way, hit that like button. And if you're new here and you're not subscribing, please do. Please do. Oh, hey, little announcement here. We got uh, Ike. He's going to be at the San Leandro Grand Opening on December 9th. A top secret meetup on the 7th there, though. Ooh, Damon going to have details. We will share those details. By the way, I'm going to share some details, too, about some friends of mine who are opening up a bar called the Halfway Club. And um, like any Bay Area, San Francisco business, they're in there. Oh, my God, uh, the city's throwing a whole bunch of bullshit at us before we can really open. We need 100000 more dollars than we didn't think of. So there's a little bit of a fundraiser going on, and I want to help them do that. And that, the Halfway Club, is going to become like one of the home bars of Damon Bruce and the Plus. So if you want to support a great local business, um, that's going to be, I'm going to give you an opportunity to do that. Revenge of the Bruce. It really is. That's what I think I think, you know, what did we say? It was the first Plus Mania, then Plus Mania 2, Electric Boogaloo, Plus Mania 3, The Revenge. Damon, are you the owner of the famous pig in a pickle? No, I'm not. But that's also a Damon. And I've met that Damon, and Damon's a really good guy. I normally bristle at other Damons, but he's a nice guy. John, what an absolute disgrace. Bay Area Sports Radio used to be legendary. Now we have two stations that mostly just play Fox and CBS Radio. Isn't that gross? Isn't that gross? A major market. A major market. One of the top five media markets in the country has to get its evening sports talk from a syndicated radio network that's gross. Damon, somebody dropped 50 bones earlier. Did I miss that? I'm so sorry if I missed it. I, what I'm going to do is get another streaming service in here. I've been using Restream. I think Yardbarker is better at separating Super Chats. and I'm, I'm Or not Yardbarker, StreamYard is, is the name of it. I think StreamYard. And I'm going to be pivoting from one tool of broadcasting to another tool of broadcasting because I think it's the superior tool. But we signed up for a year of this. And again, we're not we're not quite in throw that away mode yet. We're not there yet. Kathy, you're so nice. Thank you so much. 
Some of my greatest sports moments include listening to Damon. Thank you for those memories, and thank you for finding YouTube. Kathy, thank you. Chef A, Damon, I'm concerned. What will you become when someone, when you got a million subscribers, are you going to forget about us, the little guys? Absolutely. I will drop you all like bad habits. <laughs> no, I'm, I, come on. I will never, ever forget everyone here who's a pillar that this whole thing's been built on. And Chef A, you're part of that. And I will... I will I will love this audience uh forever. I'm so, I'm so so lucky. So lucky to have you. So lucky to have you. I'm so lucky to have all of you. Oh, look at Jonas Iceland checking in. Thank you very much, Jonas. Thank you for the two bones. I appreciate it. Stay warm. What is it like permanently dark uh up in Iceland? like the next month. Joe Schmo says, uh, anyone see Seth Rogen hot box, the Vegas sphere. If you're saying that I look a little like Seth Rogen and we'll be hot boxing in the Vegas sphere for a fish show, it's going to happen. Yeah. Kurt, the chameleons like uh, dude, I got here late. What happened? What happened to KNBR? What's happening to KNBR is coming to just about every radio station in the country. It's a harbinger of things to come. I mean, it really is a canary in the coal mine. Oh, look, I was a canary in the coal mine. Even people who didn't like me, even people who have always been rooting against me, when they heard that I got laid off, it was a holy shit moment for kind of the, the whole industry. Like I was one of those guys who had reached a point where I was established enough and the cornerstone of a station enough to where I thought I was safe. Now that I know I'm not, now that we all know I wasn't safe, nobody's safe. Nobody's safe. And there's a, a person at every radio station, looking at me going, well, I hope I don't get paid that much one day because that means the red line goes through my name. And how depressing is that? Knowing that you you can't reach a level of success without being a threat to your own ability to maintain that level of success because that's how cheap the entire business has become. <laughs> Larry. Damon has a particular set of skills, skills that he's developed over time, skills that make him a very dangerous man to radio stations. Yeah. Yeah. Believe me. All they can do is pretend to not be worried about me. They should be terrified. What else we got here? What else we got? I'm scanning. I'm looking for super chats like this. Thank you so very much. Yosarian. When is Larry Mania in the Balkaning happening? <laughs> uh, Larry Mania is happening. I, I don't forgot. I, I can't remember the date, but stay tuned. It's coming up. It's, it's, it's in mid-December. It's going to be happening at a pig and a pickle. Bamboo Soldier, Damon, been rocking with you since the Ticket 1050 days. Thank you very much. 
I can confirm. Damon, I was called and I told him that I, I feed him his wife and family and his kids next time he comes in, but Damon is my boy. There you go. I mean, that's, that's Ike will be like, yeah, you know what? I'm supporting Damon. Your radio stations, come on in. I'll give you a free sandwich, but that's all you're getting out of me. Thank you, Ike. Thank you very, very much. Again, loyalty like that is never bought. It's earned through real relationships and friendships, and that is the coolest thing about YouTube. It's not like it's just me as a host in a station isolated from you talking at you. It's we are now in this together. Like I'm in this chat room with you. And it's not my chat room. It's our chat room. It's your chat room. And the community that we've built here is truly extraordinary. It's awesome. It's awesome to see people come together and talk sports and not be total dicks to each other just because that's the way it is on the internet. No, we don't do that over here. And that's what I think is helping this grow, which means all of you are helping this grow. Y'all mean an awful lot to me, my wife, my family, my kids. You're part of the reason why when it was time to, you know, what are we going to do? Are we going to panic? What are we going to do now? We didn't panic. We just moved on, hoping that you would come along for the ride with us, and you have. Thank you very, very much for coming along for the ride, for being a huge, huge part of it. Um, it means an awful lot. 49er Ultimate Reporter, Damon StreamYard is the number one service. I've been on it for about three years. They also have a cheap, uh, yeah, there you go. I mean, that's the thing. I'm, I'm going to, I'm, we're, we're going to get the best one that we got. Damon? Congrats on the 10K, hitting a bong rip in celebration. Well, Bamboo Soldier, I mean, pull that tube, baby. Pull the tube. Speaking of a tube, get yourself a, a tube by fish from 97. Uh, you'll be happy that you did. Mike Rossi. KNBR 95.7 are burning down and neither knows the fuck about playing the fiddle. So true. Sports Illustrated's official YouTube channel has 474,000 subscribers. So that'll take me about, I'm guessing, four to five years to get there. But I should be around a half million subscribers about five years from now. That's a goal. That's a goal. And you will play a crucial part in helping me get there by singing the praises of this, by sharing this, by talking to your circle about joining what we're doing over here. It means an awful lot. It means an awful lot that you've been a part of this, and I thank you. I'm getting to the bottom of this chat right now. No more Super Chats. 
which means there's really no reason to keep on going on and on and on because if there's one thing I don't have to do is stretch anything for four hours to keep you here, I will never waste your time. But I do want to share a poll with you. Not a tube poll. Not one of those polls. But I wanted to share a little shot with you. Come on, let's pop that open. Cheers. Blackened was an original sponsor. Maybe they come back. Q1 next year. Funnier things have happened. Cheers to you. Ah, yeah. Oh, that was good. Still great whiskey. It really is. That's a new bottle. Well, it was a new bottle. Rocky Eastwood, that's a new bottle. It, it, it was a new bottle when it was up here. Ah, there we go. Michelle joined me for a little whiskey shot. Cheers to all of you. Thank you so very, very much. And, you know, this wasn't a Club Plus show because I wanted to incorporate all of this <coughs> into the podcast that goes out. The podcast is growing. It's all growing, and it's growing thanks to all of you. You mean an awful lot to me, so I'm not going to tell you anything like, you know, you don't have to go home, you can't stay here. That's rude. That's a terrible way to end a show. So let me come up with a better way to end a show. Let's see if I got one of those. Oh, yeah. Sports don't build character. They reveal it. <laughs>